Hello, and welcome back to the Double Take Podcast with Jess and Jenny, where we talk about all things TV. You're listening to our sixth episode of Veronica Mars Sessions, where we, I, rewatch the sessions. the sessions, and Jess watches for the first time. Uh, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. If not, I don't know, write to us, tell us that you've been listening for the whole time. I feel like we leave don't. Leave a review. Leave a we review. We always forget to tell people to leave a review. That Oops. would be so lovely if you did. Please. I'm enjoying <laughs> this process with you. So I, I hope other people really wanted to watch more after episode six. And I've been saying that after after all of them. But I think maybe we should do I think we should start doing two in one, maybe. I'm okay with that. I'm down. I have to imagine everybody else is able to watch more than one episode per week, but maybe not. Yeah. I just I mean, I feel like if we if we can fit it in in all of our other TV watching, then probably the the general pop. I don't know. Our it's audience, the GP, yeah, yeah, <laughs> can also can handle it. I'm, the thing I wanted to say, sorry, yes. How do you feel about this? I didn't. No, I just said you. I'm down. I'm totally cool. down. Okay, what did you want to say? Well, we'll see. No decision made yet. Okay, I wanted to say this in the last episode, but then I realized we're supposed to be like pretending that we hadn't watched two because <laughs> that episode was about episode five. Anyway, she there's no follow up to the mom's voicemail. From episode five in There's this episode. Mm-mm. I thought that was strange. Yeah. She would have listened to it. I agree. I think because we're in the world of non-streaming. Um, I can't, I I don't want to say whether or not it comes up again and whether or not she follows up later, but. I have to assume it does. That would be crazy. <laughs> yeah. I just I, thought it was weird that it wasn't in this episode, but yeah, again, the pacing thing. It's mm-hmm. just different. They choose, yeah, specific things to focus on and some things get left by the wayside for an episode or two. But yeah, I can understand why watching them in like direct succession could be like, well, that was a big major cliffhanger. Like what happened? Um, but yeah, we just totally don't revisit that in this episode. Instead, we've got fraud in the school election, tension between the O-Niners and the Normies at school. Uh, we've got a PR nightmare that Logan causes for his movie star father, Aaron Eccles. First introduction to Logan's family in this okay, episode. I was going to say, did we know that he was even famous? Uh, I think it's mentioned maybe in passing, like in one of the first things that Logan is part of the O-Niners because of his famous dad. Mm. Like, or, but, I was but nothing. Yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing crazy. Um, and then the only other major beat in this episode is Veronica and Keith open up the Lily investigation together for the first time in a while. Like they've been sort of parallel moving in investigative ways, but they finally sit down in an, in a scene in this episode and uh, look at some things together. Any gut thoughts after this episode about this episode? I couldn't care less about the school election, but I care about the murder mystery. And so in the end, I wanted to keep watching, but, no, I uh, I didn't love this. Was, hmm. I yeah, I don't care. Not as interesting as last week's episode. I didn't care about the election. Yeah, I guess at least like the car stuff was like a, a more of a typical mystery case or whatever for her to solve, but like the case of the was the election rigged? Okay. I'm how, why in every TV show and movie of like high schools in the early thousands. Elections are such a big deal. I feel like that's a common storyline. 
Like, mm-hmm. has there ever been an important school election in reality, in the real world at a high school? I didn't even know who, like, who was our president any year in high school? No clue. Couldn't tell you. Oh, I could didn't, tell you. Did I have I, to vote? I don't feel like bleeping them out. So. Yeah, no, that's fine. I just like, I cannot imagine, like, there's, there's never a campaign. Like, nobody puts up signs. Nobody's like, this is why I want to win. Or maybe they did that and I don't remember. But I'm not remember. I don't remember any of that actually happening in high school. I do remember, I mean, there were specific alliances, loyalties to people who, like, just popularity-wise, like, oh, this person does everything. We don't want them to win. Like, we want just kind of, like, I remember there being movements in high school behind people who were maybe, like, underdogs or, but that was about it. It wasn't about anything about their, like, but, like nobody unquote, had to, policies. Like, campaign. Yeah, there no. was, like, no actual, also because I don't think those people did anything. Yeah, like I can't in this speak one, they're that. talking about the like points or whatever that like we didn't have anything policy wise to do or change. Right. This school in particular, and I'm sure other schools out there, but had a lot of student council imposed policies that were very um I don't know that favored the minority of very wealthy people. So I can understand why it might be more important at this school than others, but I agree. I agree in the real world, at least in our suburban high school, there was nothing that the student council could do that really would have changed the way my high school experience went. So Exactly. And this Wanda character, I mean, it's, what, 2004, right? I always mess up the year. Is yeah. like a little Avril Lavigne clone. And at least oh, yeah. that, it's very 2004. That is, from what I can recall, like, accurate to the time. I also wore the, like, net hand glove thingies in like fourth grade and the tie the striped tie I loved my clip-on tie so at least that was like I like remember those things being real I just it looked so embarrassing looking back at it now to be like well none of those trends have come back so it's just so dated and she was like full on like the little skirt and the Mm -hmm. gloves and the striped tie it was just a lot they Draw. fully might. We have no idea what the trend cycle has in store. Oh, but... that'll be back. It'll be back at some point, I'm sure. Yeah. I am finding well, it I'll funny I'll be wearing how... neck gloves. Yeah. You always mention the the fashion as in like, this seems so fake and like weird and just like they're no, trying. No, it makes me laugh. Yeah. I don't think it's, I don't, it is what people wore back then. Yep. This one, I was almost like, this is over the top. And then I was like, mm, no. Like I, I recall all, exact pieces. We all wore this like <laughs> I do. I did also write since I'm always a hater about her hair, Veronica's the length of her hair. Yeah, Veronica's. Sorry, mm. I I jumped topics. Veronica's hair looks terrible at this length. It needs. It's just hmm. it. What length hair does she have? It'll change in the good place. Like I can't even picture what's her normal hair. It's like shoulder, shoulder length, length, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that looks great on her. Straight shoulder length hair. It mm. looks fantastic. This weird, like right under her ears and then curled, it just looks so terrible. Yeah, she, she had a ponytail through... though in the second half of the episode, and that looked way better. Mm-hmm. She she goes through a couple of different hair renaissances in this uh, series, so don't fret; it'll change. All Maybe right. even in no. the middle of this season, I can't really remember. Um, but yeah yeah I, I as soon as the first scene opened on her with her curled hair i was like jess is gonna have something to say about this yeah <laughs> she's not gonna like it doesn't look good bit. it does just the curls all right it's not working for her. we all make mistakes in high school same part of the episode but not about anyone's appearance 
There's no way random delivery people can come up to a school campus and just walk on the grounds and give you food. Was that in 2004 you could do that? Not on the East Coast because we didn't have like outdoor things. I have no idea. Cannot speak for West Coast schools. But I do know that like the outdoor eating, leaving campus for lunch slash getting like delivery or takeout. I don't think that is crazy. No way. Knowing people who went to school. We couldn't even leave the bounds of the school during the hours. We would have been locked up. Yes. Yeah. We definitely not allowed for us, but I do think West Coast schools in particular are different in that way. We'll have to. Very interesting. Get someone on. I'll have to ask my friend Kiko. The whole concept was so bizarre to me. I also the whole like cheerleader versus the rebellious girl scene in the cafeteria was really giving princess diaries to me. Oh, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Especially where Mia like rubs the ice cream on Lana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I was, I was just waiting for a food situation to happen. And then she stomped on the pizza and I was like, that was it. There it goes. They did it. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect 2004 click showdown. Absolutely. Um, we also get Jane Lynch guest starring yeah, in this episode. not been in it before, right? I, was, no, no, no. I wrote down, did she, has she been here before? Or No, no. Just like, like a wild Jane Lynch Constantly thing. new people. Always new yeah. people in this show. Every episode, there's new students. Like that cheerleader, we never seen her before. Wanda, yeah. never seen her before. Jane Lynch, never seen her before. There was that other teacher they kept saying was new. She was new. There were so many new people. There's always so many new people. I don't love it. I don't oh, love it. Oh, I was going to say you're upset about this. I feel like it's a little bit yeah. more true to life. Like it's not like the school is 20 people, you know? It's like the people that Veronica is focused on that we start to see. And I will say- they don't often introduce someone and then they go away forever. They like come back for a few episodes or like a different arc as the same person. Like Jane Lynch uh, is going to be back. I don't remember, but like potentially. Yeah. I mean, the, so the cheerleader definitely comes back in other episodes. She's got certain arcs that happen. Um, we didn't see, we haven't seen Wallace or his girlfriend, Penny proud for a couple episodes, but they definitely are back. Like, okay. I was curious. Comes in that. and out. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's fine. It's just odd. It's that old school pacing, the old school. Is that how it works though? That there were just characters that were like Wallace wasn't in these two at all? That's again, just like think of Gilmore Girls. I feel like there was always like the main. I haven't watched a normal length or I keep saying normal, a network length show in years. Like I'm, well, other than sitcoms, because I rewatch sitcoms, Mm -hmm. but I don't really do a lot of drama rewatches. I haven't rewatched Gilmore Girls linearly in years yeah I keep going back to that because I assumed maybe that was the one that you might have revisited but like Suki's not in every episode even though she's a main character it's just that we've seen all of them that we think of her as like pretty much always there Mm -hmm. even when she's not there we're like oh but she's in the background somewhere or like Michelle or I don't know Lane Lane is not in many many episodes I can I know that you're right even though I haven't rewatched in a while i Okay. All right. I'm just, I guess I'm just getting back into what, what a network drama was like. Back into the groove. I suppose. That's okay. I don't blame you. I understand it's jarring. I've just all, I've seen this. It helps that I've seen the entire show before because I, if someone's not there, I'm like, oh, but they'll be back soon. Or I don't know. I have more context. So yeah, I trust, I trust that. I texted you that I needed you to explain this episode. Yeah, I was waiting what, for what, what. Yeah, what I need you to explain is, okay, 
two things. I what did Wanda do? I don't understand what she did. Veronica was like mad at her at the end. What was the problem? Oh, okay. So we Wanda's got a lot of support. And then during the um runoff election, right before the runoff election, all of her stuff gets covered with the word narc. Uh it turns out that she is being accused of having in the beginning, we see her with Felix, who's one of the biker gang um weevils biker gang people and uh she has gotten him in trouble with the sheriff it turns out he stole a bunch of like street signs a bunch of street signs that have gone missing were found in his bedroom and after they hooked up the sheriff came and and busted him for it and so all of the biker gang are like she is a narc she told on him like that's not chill uh and so veronica decides to invite like to do a little test. And so she asks her to come to a rave in the desert, whether win or lose. Do you remember the scene? No. They're walking through the hallway and Veronica's like, oh, we should celebrate no matter what, like win or lose, let's go to a rave. And then Wanda's like, do you need provisions? Meaning ecstasy or like some kind of drug. Um, and Veronica's like, no, 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 I've got a guy. And she goes, I wish I had a guy. And then leaves. And then Veronica like looks after her like a little suspiciously, but not really. And then later she gets her locker searched that same day. Oh. And it's because Veronda ratted her. Sorry. <laughs> it's because Wanda Varner ratted her out. So she confirmed her suspicions that Wanda was in fact a narc, like just like pulling information out of people and then feeding it back to the authorities. Oh, she is actually they're narc and that's why they said they would scrub her record is if she tells on her fellow high schoolers i exactly. was missing a little piece in there but i had all the other pieces yeah she really wants to go to williams boo by the way why does everyone in tv just want to go to williams i don't, I don't go it's so great <laughs> just jenny and her college rivalries <laughs> no um mainly i'm thinking of sisterhood of the traveling pants and this show i like literally forgot williams was a school i yeah. actually was like what is williams so that's, that's where cool. I'm at. I'm um, very removed from that. Yeah, but so she needs good grades and also not a record of having possession of drugs. A lot of drug stuff <laughs> in these last few episodes. But yeah, so that's the whole story is that she was running on this platform. I don't think it takes away from her what she was trying to do, but it is sort of she also wasn't wasn't for the good of the people. She was sort of playing with the man the whole time right like she's supposedly like this the voice of yeah the voice of the people the like little guy the but the poor kids are probably like getting into her. trouble more often yeah and she's supposed to be representing them but she's actually throwing them under the bus yeah exactly okay it like makes sense it, i did i think i missed the rave part and that was why i was confused about the locker got it i like just sort of i had trouble staying really focused during this episode admittedly i already admitted that it mm -hmm. was, mm, yeah, which, okay, so that makes one sense. That makes sense why I was confused there. And then I probably also missed something with my next question because of my lack of focus. But what is the deal with the shoes? Abel Kuntz had shoes. Oh, I was I was about to talk about Logan and his family dynamics. And so that threw me. I was like, what do you mean? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's skip out of place here. Okay, so. Um, before we talk about the shoes, I want to go back and mention something. I feel like your lack of focus maybe also missed, made you miss this, but Wanda, when she goes over to Veronica's house to make posters together, like their old pep squad days or whatever, um, 
asks her about Weevil and if she's got a bad boy phase the way I Lily noticed did. that. Okay. Because and, I, I was like, oh, Jenny said this to me. Awesome. And Veronica's like, no, 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 never. And she's like, all right, because I heard. And she's like, stop. Um, anyway, so we get that again. And then, yeah, so Veronica asks for the tape of a recent um, re- like report that she saw on TV or that she heard had happened. She gets the, the tape of that. Um, and then she also has the evidence in her dad's safe that she's been pouring over over the last few weeks of all of the pictures that were taken of the site of Lily's murder, including like her room, the site that it actually happened, just like everything around the evidence pictures. Um, and so what we're supposed to realize is a little off and they do, I think in the next couple of episodes, they like explain it out more is that the picture of her room on the night she was murdered includes these two shoes that Veronica recognizes very well because she herself decorated them. And in the bag that that was like one of the reasons that Abel Koontz was found guilty so quickly before he even confessed was that on his boat was one of the shoes um, of, of so Lily evidence Kane. was planted is exactly. what we're supposed to. Okay. Yeah, so, so like, I, there's no way he could have had it on his boat after the fact. It just like doesn't I line think up. I missed the boat thing because I was like, well, why couldn't he have like taken the, a shoe? But no, but also if those were crime scene pictures after the fact, it does make sense. I I wasn't paying attention enough to like really think about this, but it is now it makes timeline. perfect sense. Yeah, I so just, they're both just like that. It was makes I, everything. I think I was a fifty percent watching this okay. one. I think I did sort of spring this. Uh, this recording session upon you so it's a little on me uh, it was kind of a boring episode also but i'll blame you yeah. if you want me to what uh, what else was there was um logan's dad being a abusive asshole that was in here yeah so i mean logan doesn't make some great decisions he creates an illegal boxing ring logan um, is, yeah i mean that's like hitting homeless people against one another literally terrible. horrible yeah yeah, yeah. Like, literally jail go to jail yeah, he's that's also Dick Casablancas, who is Ryan Hansen. And it's just like their whole thing is just like no consequences, rich dick yeah. wads. Like I um, I really don't feel sympathy for it. I don't I feel I don't it's hard. Should be beat with a belt, but right. I think that's he the whole is thing. a terrible person. It's like Logan, we continue to get this picture of Logan, which is like, oh, he's really he's really terrible, and yet like it's not he's not straight up villain like it's not a one-dimensional thing like he's still grieving over lily's death he's got he's messed up a lot of that and also apparently he's got this house life that is not very nourishing (laughs) at all his dad is a complete egomaniac uh who yeah is emotionally and physically abusive we get the emotional abuse the day before when he like comes home and he's up waiting for him in the dark and it's really spooky really weird and he like it's logan is acting more scared than seems usual in that like looking back at that scene and i feel like you think like his dad's gonna hit him or something and he doesn't and he just sets up this whole we're going to apologize we're going to go to a soup kitchen um and then in the car i didn't see that it was i didn't know it was leading to the abuse i would say uh, and then the scene of the mom on the couch is chilling as well as yeah, the song like, that they choose. It's really dark, this yep. ending. 
yeah. like just really dark. Also, and that's the, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills lady. That's all I was so thinking about. The two actors that play Logan's parents are actually married in real life. Are they? Yeah. I don't actually watch The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, so I did not know that. I don't know. Maybe he appears in it. I just, I don't just recognized her. Nice. Like I as didn't... being a Bravo star. Lisa Rinna is her name. If she plays Lynn that. Apparently and... she like started as an actress though, because then I looked her up and she was mm. like on a soap opera or something. And I think that's like why she's famous. Yeah. I don't know how you get on Real Housewives of blank. Where but do I? I imagine you have to be a known person somehow. Anyway, I guess she acted. Yeah. Or married to yeah. a known person. Incredibly dark ending. I don't really need a Logan isn't that bad sort of plot line. Like I I don't miss so, me with that. I don't think but... this is a Logan isn't that bad. I just think or like, like there's like something redeeming because he like has trauma and that's why he acts out. Like I don't need that. He's just a rich white asshole who gets everything he wants. Well, yes, and also I mean, no, I again I have more context, but I do think learning about all of the people. So like Veronica's home life, which we haven't gotten a, a lot of yet. Logan's home life, Duncan's home life, like Duncan and Lily. And his parents. Like, I think all of those dynamics are important. Uh, we're definitely not supposed to. I don't want anyone to think we're supposed to be sympathizing with Logan. I think it's just supposed to be more layers. There's more depth than just like a surface level. He's a complete psychopathic, like rich kid who there's just, there's just more to every character in here. And it'll be a slow unfolding. Okay. That's all. All of, um, on the topic of families, I still can't get over how much Duncan's dad reminds me of Jonah from Veep. And I can't put my finger on it. But every time I see him and he starts talking, I'm like, it's Jonah. There's something about so his funny. shape. His shape and the way he <laughs> speaks. It just really reminds me of him. Well, I don't get the same vibe, but I'll look That's for right. it next time. Um, What else happens on this? Oh, okay. Dessert for dinner night. That doesn't Dessert sound appealing to me. Dinner. Ew. Yeah, they had ice cream and they I had that whole that. like back and forth. Yeah, me, would that have been appealing to us as high schoolers? I kind of don't think so. I liked dessert after dinner. I enjoyed yeah. dessert, but I don't think I wanted to eat only dessert. I like okay, ever me... in my life wanted to, no, that's not true. I definitely have. But in general, I don't think that's something I want, like sought out. Mm. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Um. And that's, that's really the only other note that I had there where I was just like, I don't, that kind of makes me ill to think about right now, but maybe that's just like an old, Sword old lady old. thing. Yeah. We need our vegetables. Yeah. Uh, and then the other note that I had was about the Logan and Aaron scene with the food bank donation where Aaron is being like weird and emotionally abusive and then turns around, like quickly turns around and is like, I'm going to make like eight figures on a movie. Isn't that great, son? Like a weird, happy conversation that they have. And then Logan turns around and says that his dad is going to donate a half a million, which to me, I guess we are supposed, I can't tell, it's not supposed to be that we're supposed to like Logan in that instance, but in the way where I think that Aaron is a bad person, I was like, oh yeah, stick it to the man. Like make him donate half a million dollars to this food bank and like put his money no, where I his mouth that is. Too. I mean, I think you were supposed to, I don't know. Well, but it's crazy no, how I like little that in dense. retrospect. I think I like that in retrospect because we find out that he's like being beaten by his dad and he mm. still had the courage to do that. And I saw it as like he was doing something good 
for the people, but he wasn't. He was just trying to Sticking piss off his dad. And you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't care yeah. about these people. He's his like sense of right and wrong is super warped by whatever his home life is. And I think he thinks it's hypocritical for his dad to have eight figures and then only spend like a little bit of time uh volunteering. Do you think but he also, thinks that though? I like, I do. Don't I think, know if he thinks that. I think he thinks his dad is fake and he resents it. And it's not that like he tries to do that much better. I don't think he has like this heart of gold going on, but I do think he thinks that his dad is full I of get it. that he might think his dad's fake, but I can't imagine he's thinking about the poor people in this instance he's literally like no i think he is in the only in the context of his dad like his dad wants to be seen as this great person but like doesn't actually put his money where his mouth is and that's the only context in which he's thinking about he just like wants to bring down his character or like besmirch his character exactly or i mean right he just wants to piss off his dad because he isn't actually he's actually making his dad look good why saying he's going to donate a bunch of money but, that's true it is uh, yeah yeah i don't know what it is then he's just trying to piss him off but then it is it is weird that he's trying to piss him off knowing that he's gonna get beat for it mm-hmm, and punished in some way also knowing that he doesn't actually care about the poor people so i guess the only thing he would be doing is like he's like well dad like you'll have to suffer now by losing but it's not even dollars. suffering because we just learned that he's going to get Right, so figure salary for a that's movie. That's what I'm saying. It's like so none of this seems worthwhile to me. Like I, I don't understand why Logan the games these people are playing. This. Yeah, just just odd. Yeah. Um, essentially, the arc significance of this episode, as boring as it may have been to you, does we do have a lot of different things. So we know learn in the very beginning that Abel Coons has fired his public defender. Seems like a crazy choice to both Veronica and to the viewer. I would assume. Um. I thought that seemed crazy. Also, a bold choice to have him be dying by lethal injection. Like, I don't know. I, I guess, like, saying he's on death row is one thing, but being like, I don't know. It, I it, I found that, like, jarring, but... Oh, interesting. I, I don't know why. Yeah, what I wonder... What is this? Is it legal there? California. <laughs> Not I now. I, I don't think so. No idea what they're... Maybe that's why it was weird to me. That at this day and age. Yeah. But, yeah, it probably was back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then second, we already talked about Veronica finds that the pair of Lily shoes found on Abel Coons' houseboat were still in her room after the murder. So that timing doesn't line up. And then we find out that Logan is being abused by his father. Those are like the three main learnings that we glean here. Yeah. Also, Lily learnings. and Weevil, we have like a little bit of a connection there. Um, was, I felt like it was a bit of a filler episode content wise, but that's fine. There will be those. Yeah, it was weird. I found it interesting. The juxtaposition, like you said, the the mystery of the week was like very light and fluffy and like a school election that doesn't really and then with the Abel Kuhn story and the Logan story were very dark I wonder yeah, if was... that was the case to sort of balance things out a little bit um Perhaps. but obviously didn't work for you that well well I my problem was I was kind of tuning out because I didn't really care about the case and then this other stuff would happen and I was like holy moly hmm <laughs> That is the reaction. So she rated me. Uh, Last note that I had was that the title of this episode was Return of the Cane, which was a Return on the King play. Return of the King, sorry. Return of the King. Yeah. A J.R.R. Tolkien. What Cane returned? Duncan Cane is president. 
is president of the okay yeah he's, he's returning to his place as sure. like the top of the popular food chain and whatever he's coming back out of the the fog of his okay. sister's brutal murder i get it yeah Not and best. we we also get sorry i don't mean to drag this out but i that just reminded me there is a little bit of so we learned that veronica voted for duncan after all because she has this flashback of him being like a nice guy whatever and he's she's like yeah he he wouldn't be the worst and it does seem like wanda is an arc so <laughs> again like wh- why does it matter who you vote for they it's the stakes are so low everyone got their pirate points in the end the pirate points it's just <laughs> ridiculous yep so that's it that was return of the cane next episode i think has a little bit more of a um a case of the week that you might find a slightly more intriguing gripping if i remember correctly wait i hope so we'll reconvene then looking forward to it find links to follow us on socials and subscribe to our newsletter in the show notes of this episode thank you for listening to double take if you like what you heard please support us by subscribing and leaving a review see you next time the double take podcast is produced by jess ball and me jennifer cullen 